boys are indeed back. Welcome to week four of Round the Rank. I am your host, Wesley Minky. To my left in the studio today, we got Bennett Snyder. What's good? To my right, Cameron robertson Crob. How we doing? And across from me, producer Timmy. What up, boys? As always, these podcasts under the Bench Press Media family are brought to you by Max's Meals. Crob, any thoughts on Max's Meals? I mean, if you haven't checked out Max's Meals yet, what are you doing? As always, these are going to have a fun feel to them, but a very uh, known feel to them. We're going to recap the jackets, talk about some news around the NHL, and then a fun segment we're going to throw in here at the end of these episodes, barring Bennett being in the studio, is going to be called Real or Fake, where I'm going to give him some real or fake players, and he's going to tell me what he thinks they are, and then we'll reveal them to him. They are all fake. Every single NHL player's name is fake. I am convinced. Bennett thinks the he, NHL he, is a simulation. He, I'm just saying, if you were to drop Seth Jones on him, who knows? He, I, yeah, he, even I, a common name. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He'd be he's, so confused. He's going to get a leg up, though, because the names out. we're going to go over tonight and like these, like the games from the Jackets that have played, like news around the NHL. He's going to get a leg up, so I'm going to have to really dig deep for some names. You know who I do know, up. Wes? Who? I know who Rick Nash is. You, and what about Rick Nash, Bennett? He's getting inducted into the Jackets Hall of Fame. No, nope, that's not nope. how that He's works. He's getting his jersey retired. Nope. Your jersey retired. <laughs> hey, good effort. Hey, good job, though. I hey, mean, is it not the it, same thing? Is it a no. coincidence, though, that he comes on the show last week on a Wednesday, and then on Thursday morning they announce he's going to get his jersey retired? I'm not going to say Bench Press did it, but... I don't believe in coincidences. Yeah, I mean, it's surely there. Uh, he'll get his jersey retired, as Bennett said, March 5th, 2022, versus the Boston Bruins. In a game where Nick Foligno will be back on Columbus's ice for the first time since leaving as the captain. So it'll be pretty cool. The last three captains in, in Blue Jackets history will all be on the ice together in a different capacity. However, I'll be there. Boots on the ground. Cannot wait. Going to be a very emotional night. Very excited about it. One could say that he that Rick Nash needs to get his bench press media jersey retired. Honestly. Hanging Some up on the stairs. Some are saying. Some are saying. So, as I said, we're going to get right into the Jackets action. We're going to recap the past week. It was an up-and-down week for the Jackets, to say the least. Uh, Friday night, take on the take on the Washington Capitals in Nationwide Arena. And this was a tight game throughout. Jackets controlled most of it, but the score was not in Jackets' favor for a lot of the game. We're going to kick right into it here. Sean Crowley gets his first, po- or first goal as a Blue Jacket, 2 minutes 33 seconds into the first period. About 8 minutes later, Alexander Ovechkin scores his second 742nd career goal, placing him 4th place alone all-time, passing the great Brett Hall. But more importantly, he makes it a 1-1 game. Garnet Hathaway then goes ahead and scores two goals in seven minutes to give the Capitals a 3-1 lead before Sean Crowley comes back and scores his second of the game and second of the season, 48 seconds later, to give Columbus a shot in the game. Then, Gustav Nyquist, 22 seconds later, scores his second of the year to tie it up 3-3, and Nationwide Arena got very loud at this point. It was a very uh, exciting environment, felt like a playoff atmosphere, between two really good teams, two teams that are really finding their mojo at the right time early in the season. Game was a very uh, intense stalemate for about the rest of that uh, second period and into the third period. And a minute later, a minute and 22 seconds, rather, left in the third period, the Capitals get a broken play in the Jackets zone, capitalize on it, and score with Connor Sheary scoring his second of the year, making it a 4-3 game. Jackets could not find the net after that, and they lose in Nationwide Arena. This game was statistically dominated by Columbus in weighted goals created and basically any statistic you can find, expected goals. The Jackets won all those stats, but it's a game that this Jackets team, a young team, needs to find a way to start winning these games if they want to have a chance. Tim, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I can't agree more. If you want to be a playoff team, especially in this division, you have to win games like that against the Caps. And 
yeah, the Caps are probably the more talented team. Yeah. They're older, more experienced. Half that roster was on the roster that won a Stanley Cup a couple years ago. Ovi is one of the best players of all time. Still, at his age, is one of the best players in the NHL. But the fact that you're in that game and you're controlling it and then you give up something like that, that's the signs of a young team. But if they can start winning these games down the stretch, it's going to be huge. You got to, oh, it's just so hard to not even get a point out of that game. Yeah. When you're so close. But I do think that this Jackets team has a lot of potential. And the fact that they are in these games, we didn't even expect yeah. that. If you would have told me before the season started that the Caps needed a last second goal to beat the Jackets. Yeah. In nationwide. Too. Yeah. In nationwide. I would. I'd be excited. I'd to be say very the least. excited. Yeah. And they've been in the Jackets. They yeah. They're you. You put up. You've been putting up goals late recently, which has been huge. Yeah. Elvis has been very solid against a lot of teams other than the New York Rangers. Other yeah. than that, he's been great. They just need to put it down, put it together in the third period in those crunch time moments, and once they do then they're going to be in a really good spot. Yeah, and like you said, 60 minutes of hockey, you got to play the full 60 minutes. On Saturday night, the Jackets did not do that. Speaking of those New York Rangers, they came to town to Columbus on a back-to-back for the Jackets. Jackets play them. Elvis starts, like you said. He's 5-0 and against the rest of the league, but against the New York Rangers, they have his number, it seems. Jackets dominated this game for about 58 minutes and 57 seconds, and those minute and three seconds they did not, the New York Rangers took advantage, scoring three goals, during that time, Jackets played really well early. Jake Voracek nets his first of the jacket. It was on the power play, too, nonetheless, uh, with Columbus. Give them an, uh, a lead nine minutes into the game. Artemi Panarin, who was booted every time he touched the puck, it was awesome to watch. Retaliates with his third goal of the season, two minutes and 31 seconds left in the first period to make it a 1-1 game. Eric Robinson kicks off the scoring in the second period. Seven minutes into the second period, he scores take a 2-1 lead for the Jackets. And at that point, I was excited. I thought the Jackets had a good chance in this game. They looked really good. They were playing feisty, really good forecheck, kept the Rangers in their own zone. Chris Kreider then kicks it off the minute and three seconds that I said the Jackets played horrendous in. Kreider scores his 10th of the year. Panarin scores his second of the night and fourth of the year. And Jacob Truba scores his first of the year. At the end of the second period, the Jackets are now trailing 4-2. to And this game looked like it was almost over. Then Chris Kreider, 52 seconds into the third period, Scores his 11th on the year and league-leading 7th on the power play to give the Rangers a 5-2 lead. And at this point, Nationwide was pretty dead. It was silent. It sucked because the Jackets had a chance in that game after the first period and mostly into the second period. They looked pretty decent. But Alexander Texier scores with 6 minutes to go, uh, giving the Jackets a 5-3 defeat in Columbus. And it sucks because Elvis has played so good against every other team in this league. But the, the Rangers, like we said, they have his number. And until we can figure that out, it's going to be an issue. However, Monday night, Jackets get some confidence back. Elvis remains in the net. And this is honestly one of the most entertaining Jackets games I've watched in a long time. It was a very sloppy game. And the Jackets, these are the games they need to find a way to win two points. You lose back-to-back Metro games. That hurts. But you got to find a way to get at least two points in this homestand. And they do just that. Dylan Larkin kicks off the scoring uh, early on in the first period. And after that, the Jackets kind of... Played a little relaxed, which was weird. Uh, haven't seen that happen in a while. Michael Rasmussen starts off the second period with a goal to make it 2-0. Detroit and Boone Jenner scores. And Adam Boquist score off of a really nice Chinnikov uh, wrister that gets deflected in front, makes a rebound. Boquist takes advantage, 
It's a 2-2 game heading into the third period. Lucas Raymond then scores for Detroit. And after that, the Jackets absolutely take over. They play a physical brand of hockey the rest of the way. Rookie Yegor Chinikov, who is one of my favorite players on the team right now, start off this early season, scores his first NHL goal on a breakaway with four minutes and 18 seconds left in the third to tie it up at 3-3. Three to three. This is where it gets entertaining, folks. Zach Wierenski scores three minutes later with a minute and 19 seconds left in the game. Scores his third of the season, giving the Jackets a 4-3 lead. And at this point, the building is rocking, and Detroit is doing anything they can. They pull their goalie. The Jackets get the puck with two minutes or with two seconds left. Alexander Texier ices it for Columbus, sending it into an empty net goal, giving the Jackets a 5-3 lead and a win in Nationwide and a get-right spot that the Jackets needed to win to stay in a, uh, a competitive state early on in the season. And, man, I'm happy about this Jackets team. They're able to find a way to win these games, but it's games in the Metro that are going to kill them. And like we said, Washington, the Rangers, it's not an easy division, probably the hardest division in hockey, but they got to find a way to win those games. Yeah, I mean, the team showed a ton of fight, and I've, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, you guys have heard me say it, 2-0 lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. Especially in Nationwide Arena. Especially in Nationwide Arena, especially when Elvis is hot in the net. Yeah, and the Jackets, looking ahead, um, <laughs> they get to play an Arizona team on Thursday night who's won 13-1 through their first 15 games. Oh, wait, they won a game? who they beat? Uh, I don't remember who they beat. Ottawa? Oh, I Maybe. know who it is. I'll check. I feel like it was Ottawa. I don't remember. But anyways, one thirteen and one Yeah, so they have three points through 15 games. Not fantastic, but uh, definitely something that could be a turnaround. Seattle. Ah. They did beat Seattle, yes. Kraken? Yeah. Five to four. No. So this is a three-game road trip the Jackets are going to go on. They need to find a way to win these games. These are big bounce-back games. They face the Coyotes, like I said, Thursday night in Arizona. They then go to Vegas on Saturday, and then Buffalo on Monday. They need to find a way to get at least four points out of that three-game stretch. So two wins or find a way to do something. I, I think that's very realistic. I if, think it is, too. Uh, Arizona stinks. Buffalo, they don't know who they are on the or heavy what they downswing. are. Yeah, they're on the downswing. They don't have Jack Eichel anymore. Vegas, they do have Jack Eichel, but he's not they playing. Do, yeah. they, he's not playing. Yeah. Um, he had surgery. I think it's very realistic to say the Jackets come out of that with four points. I think they probably... I'm, I'm giving myself grace, too. I said maybe a loss to Vegas, but yeah, Buffalo and Buffalo Coyotes and, need to be a win. They need to be wins. Now, I could be wrong, but doesn't Arizona have a really good player that a lot of people want to see traded, maybe? Waste, wasting his worst years of hockey? Am I wrong there? I think you might be thinking of the Buffalo Yeah, Sabres. you're thinking of no, Buffalo. You're thinking I, I saw of something. Barstool posted something, and they said, like, is it possible that we're wasting... Blank's worst years in Arizona. I'll, are, I'll go on a are, bit of a side. Are, are you talking about? I mean, like Paul Bissonette, Biz Nasty works for Varstool is uh, like advisor for Arizona. So maybe we're talking know. about Biz. You know what? I'll, you, might be, I mean, it might be Clayton Keller, but he's not really that great. He's young, but he's not that great. You yeah. get going. I'll. I'll figure All right, it out. You, you go ahead and dig deep for me. Um, but yeah, so that look for the Jackets is pretty good. They come home Wednesday, next Wednesday, and they'll be facing Winnipeg at home. I'll be there at that game, boots on the ground. Cannot wait for that one. It's a big task for Columbus, though, this road trip. They need, a, they need to find a way to get confidence. Beating Detroit, that's a good team this year so far, or what's been proven to be so far. Yeah, I was going to say, but, coming into this year, who I wouldn't have yeah, thunk it. But Arizona and Buffalo are not good teams. The Jackets need to take advantage of what they're given early in the season. Who's I've this got player? Phil Kessel. Oh, he's old, but yeah, he's the last yeah. couple years of his career, for sure. 
And yeah. he's a good scorer. He can go anywhere and play. Probably top six forward anywhere he wants to play. Yeah. Well, let's save, maybe get him to Columbus, eh? I'd love it. We need a Phil Kessel. <laughs> it, it, we do. Is this a bench press media breaking? Maybe the Jackets interested in Phil Kessel? Uh, I think you just broke that for us. So I'm yeah. very happy You know what? I'll one. get on the phone with Rick Nash. I'll make sure it happens. I'm, I'll send you right through to Yarmo Kekalainen. That's the Jackets GM. Yeah. Fake name. Oh, that, <laughs> I knew that. that was that's, yeah, Not Yarmo a fake name. Coming. Now, please say that again. <laughs> Yarmo Kekalainen. Yarmo Would you like me to spell it for Kekalainen. you? Kekalainen. J-A-R-M-O. I thought Linen hey, get, him in, get him in touch with Davidson. J-A-R-M-O. Now, that's a name I can John Davidson. <laughs> yes, president, that is a real name. President of Hockey Operations of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, give me him. All I don't, right, don't want to him. talk to Chekaboo-boo. <laughs> All right, Anyways, so other notes around the league this past couple weeks. Pittsburgh Penguins look dead like real dead hey but they got bought today by the red, I saw that, by the by, red sox, by the red sox ownership so funny. Group, fenway sports group has officially bought the pittsburgh penguins so the red sox are expanding west yeah, i yeah. guess so anyways the addition of crosby looks like it's done absolutely nothing for that team he has not scored in two games he's played and the penguins are two five and two in their last nine they're losing it quickly in a very heated metro division for them to have any chance, and this is probably the last couple of years of Crosby, Malkin, Latang's years in in Pittsburgh. Absolutely, they need to go ahead and get working on that one. Um, but I'm not too worried about the Penguins. They're a veteran group. They should be able to figure it out. They're resilient. They have too much talent to not. They do. They, I've said like, that a, a yeah. ton. They, they have, they have way, way too, too much, too much talent. talent to not be winning games or at least figure it out soon. So Pittsburgh's not to figure that out. Uh, on a side note, I'd like to congratulate the NHL Hall of Fame class of 2020 who got inducted this past weekend. In Toronto, great players, great names like Doug Wilson, Kim St. Pierre, Kevin Lowe, Jerome McGinley, Mar- Marion Hossa, and Ken Holland. Congratulations to all of them on their inductions and outstanding careers in the NHL. So, yes, congratulations to all you guys. Bigger news, though, NHL or, uh, Rangers forward, rather, Sammy Blaze out for the year after a torn ACL in his right knee following a collision with the Devils defenseman P.K. Subban. T's and P's to him, wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, he, he had a pretty good start to the season, too. Hey, P.K. Subban was dating someone hot. Uh, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn, yeah. I was going to say the uh, Sloppy skier. breakup there, I believe. Maybe. Who knows? Mm, Who cares? I, think it was, I was going to say the skier, right? She was yeah. a skier? Yeah. She dated yeah. Tiger. Yeah, so yeah, I think of any. She was awesome. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Tiger's breakup. No, I think they had a sloppy breakup. Hey, who knows? Right. Tiger and PK, though. They're close. Uh, ben yeah. doesn't know much about hockey, but he, boy, does he know all about the women. hockey oh, players. Well, I, he also knows hockey about players women wives. skiing. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, or he, snowboarding. He had a whole uh, breakout interview with CNN about their uh, split up. They were engaged. Oh, poor guy. I mean, gosh, that you hate to see. After it. he gets the NHL, was it 19? cover 20 cover maybe he's been dog shit. yeah yeah he's his career's gone downhill hey, horrible hey listen i don't want to say it but maybe Lindsay vaughn has a type she does uh <laughs> athletes trending downwards that's what Lindsay i yeah that, that's what i was yeah, gonna say yeah yeah pk Lindsay vaughn's, I, I mean, vaughn's type pk has not been what he once was in nashville no, no that he way. sure wasn't anyways getting back to it we, we wish uh sammy blaze a speedy recovery however Back to good news. Tampa Bay Lightning are proving to be, I don't know, back. The best, the best team in hockey. Maybe back. Uh, yeah. They go 2-0-1 in a three-game homestand against the Hurricanes, Panthers, and Islanders. Three pretty surefire playoff teams. And I don't know. I'm not sure about the Islanders right now. You're not selling the Islanders yet? No, not yet. I mean, once again, they haven't played home games, so yeah, I can't judge that's anything. Fair. That's I fair. I mean, they're going to have one 
heck of a homestand in the season. Yeah, yeah which, me and Tim talked about we were that last Yeah, night. we were talking about, Krom and I were talking about that. Like, if they're anywhere in the play, when they're near the playoff push, having like a 15-game homestand or whatever they're going to have is going to be It's going to be nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Ilya Sorokin, I think, is a pretty pretty surefire star coming Absolutely. out of the Islanders organization soon, other than like Matt Barzell and those guys. But that's beyond the point. Uh, yeah, Hurricanes, Panthers, and Islanders, three pretty big games. The Lightning take seven points, or no, five points out of that three-game stand. Pretty impressive, to say the least. Vasilevsky looks like he's back. And that offense in, in uh, Tampa can finally score again. The defense is finally slowing people down rather than just letting them get a free pass right at Vasilevsky's face. So that's a big thing for them. And now for Bennett's exciting future segment here. Oh, this is it? Real, Thank God I was waiting for this all episode. Real or fake? Are you ready for name number one? Yeah, my pits are sweating in anticipation. Maybe that's name just the bang. Name number drinking. one. Sorry, uh, actually, I'll start with this. I'll go to you first, and then I'll get Tim and Krob and test their knowledge as well, see if they know these that's players. Beautiful. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to be good at this either. Name so. number one. Johnny Oduya. You know what? And here's my analysis. Okay. It's real because your little tiny brain inside of your head mm. would not write down Johnny. You'd write down John. It's a real name. Tim? Real. Krob? Oduya. Oh, do you oh, want to do go you with think this? it's real? I'm going with the boys. You all three are correct. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there we go. Johnny Odia, yes. Very very real name indeed. Uh, name number two, Ray Bork. Uh, Wes wouldn't go two real in a row. This is fake. Real. Can I get a spelling on Bork, please? B-O-U-R-Q-U-E. Bork-K? Real. Real. Bennett would be incorrect on this oh, one. Oh, come on, Ray Tim. Borg, we're too I knew it. very real player. <laughs> knew it. Player number three. I mean, can we back to Borke? It's Bork. Yeah, yes. that's Canadian Ray for Bork. sure. Maybe yeah. I've just for been sure studying. A Canadian I've guy. been I've been studying too much Spanish. Q U yeah, E is K. It's what? It's certainly possible. Yeah, <laughs> you should have known that one for sure. Uh, player number three, Jimmy Towns. Wow, holy fake. <laughs> fake. Yeah, that's fake. All right, you all three are correct. That's a very <laughs> fake name. Jimmy indeed. Towns. That's a very uh, he got fake inspired name by Jimmy Sotos. I did sure get inspired did. by Jimmy Sotos. Uh, <laughs> okay, player number three or number four. Sorry, we're gonna do five players. Okay. Player number four, Troy Terry. I think he wanted to go two and then two, and then he's gonna make me guess on the fifth. Troy Terry, fake name, real, way too normal of a name to not be real. Bennett, you are incorrect. Son of a bitch, man. It's a run. Fire. Terry, breakout star right now for the Anaheim Ducks. I figured you might have told you He's been all over the standing sheets. How have you not seen his name? I know one good player for the Anaheim Ducks. Who is it? And he wears number 69. Not your NHL creative player. That is electric. Okay. And then our last name on this list. This is going to be an easy one for the boys over here because they're going to easily pick this one up. Okay? Yeah. Evgeny Kuznetsov. Fake. What, he's Kuznetting his balls off? No. Okay. Real. Real. They're correct. It is real. <laughs> he is a very good player with the Washington Capitals. Yep. That roll, that roll <laughs> Would you like that dude, spelling? Dude. Just say his last no, name again. Dude. Kuznetsov. That rolled off Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov. Way too, way too yeah. smoothly for it Ku- to be fake. C-O-O. Wrong. No. K-U-N-E-T-Z. Brother is Russian. Brother is Russian. full name spelling? E-V-G-E-N-Y. Evgeny. 
Evgeny. Kuznetsov. K-U-Z-N-E-T-S-O-V. Brother is Russian. There's Kuznetsov. Very Russian. Yeah, very Russian. That's my dad's favorite name in the NHL, by the way. He always goes, why is the net off? So Kuznetsov. What was Bennett? Two for five? One he for five? He was two for five, yes. Yay! Five for five? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was two for five. Because yeah. he got Oduya right. And he got Jimmy Towns right. Oh, yeah. do you do it, Johnny? Right? Johnny, hey, forty percent—that's not bad. That's not bad. Hey, so, maybe next week you'll do better. Yeah, I, I hope you guys all enjoyed this week four of Round the Rank. Next week we'll come back with even more exciting players, more fun names, and to hopefully come up with. better jackets news. Hopefully better jackets. Hopefully, better hopefully a three-game sweep. That's what we're all going into for. my exciting game, boots on the ground in Columbus. But as I said, we're gonna wrap this one up. Thank you so much for listening. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify. Share with all your friends. For the boys, we'll see you next week. Love you guys.